0: warhorse and you're listening to the four sides podcast and don't forget to tell all your little baby dork ass friends to listen to the four
1: sides podcast too otherwise warhorse is gonna rule your ass
0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of the four sides podcast i'm your host caleb carter thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to us, I appreciate it so very much. And since he did such a great job last time helping us recap and stuff, I have decided to bring back the Noah Hudson. What's up guys? Hey hey. So today uh by the title, you may have seen already. You probably did, but we're gonna be recapping Super Show 4 that happened a few weeks ago yep. or a couple weeks ago. I can't keep my I can't keep my days in. I can't really. See, I can't even talk right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting old, guys. (laughs) But anyways, we're going to recap Super Show 4, and then we're going to look ahead to see what CCW Inferno has to bring for us on August 15th, because things are getting ready to heat up, aren't they, Noah? Yes, they are. So let's just jump right into it. Super Show 4, pretty good show, in my opinion. Uh, We started out. With Jeff O'Dell and Ken Murphy coming out to welcome the fans to the show like they usually do. Mm -hmm. And they kind of gave us their own little preview for tonight. And they ended up being interrupted. Kind of like I was... Well, I wasn't really interrupted. I put it in there as a transitional segment. Fair. Uh, But they were interrupted by Trending Trent Daniels, who... Cut a promo about how women don't belong in wrestling, blah, 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 you know. But then, The Godfather came out and pretty much set him straight. And he said that if Trent won that night, that Godfather was going to be his ass. Which is one of the reasons why I'm kind of sad that Trent lost. Same.
1: But we'll get to that. Yep. Uh, thought, any thoughts on the opening segment? Uh, it was going to opening segment, good. Icebreaker for the show. Yeah. And Trent coming out doing whatever Trent Daniels does. Just to get shut up by The Godfather. And again, I kind of wish Trent would have won. I wanted to see Godfather kick Trent's ass. Oh, I think we all did. I think we all did.
0: So after that, we went to the first match of the evening. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised they put this on first. It was Calvin Aldridge, the realist, taking on The Infinite. And... I I said that this match was gonna be I guess one of those matches that people sleep on. Yeah, and it was a pretty good match.
1: It was good. Now was it a good opener? And I personally I would have preferred to see the the tag title
0: match open yes, the show. Yeah, same. But not that it was a good match. I think those guys definitely. They definitely showed the crowd what they can do. Yes, they did. It was a good platform for them. Uh, Infinite versus Calvin, it was just a classic tale of power versus speed. Infinite having the power and Calvin having the speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very, the match was very based on size, Infinite being larger. Uh, the thing I've realized about guys that come from Kansas City, the C-C-C-C-C-C-C-W. Wow. wow. There I go again. Uh, but, anyways, they focus a lot. I think they, I see that they focus a lot on their technique yes. rather than just doing fancy moves for mm-hmm. the sake of doing fancy moves. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the technical side yeah. of wrestling. Uh, my favorite moment in the match was uh, so they call this a fake out. Mm-hmm. It's when Calvin was going to hit infinite with a super kick, I guess. And then, you know, the opponent flinches. And doesn't actually doesn't yeah. actually get hit with a super kick. I'm trying to explain it to the audience. Fair, they probably know already. Yeah, but you know how I am. But yeah, Infinite got kicked in the knee and it dropped them. I love the fake out Same. And that was a great uh, finish. Was an inverted full Nelson slam. That's a mouthful, but you know what? It's effective because it got Infinite to win.
1: Yep. I I wish Calvin would have pulled it pulled out the dub, but. It just wasn't his night. Yeah. I figured...
0: I I kind of figured with a big stage like that and Infinite kind of being around a little bit. Mm-hmm. And just... Guy has such an amazing look. Guy's going to be a huge star one he day. He really I, is. I knew... I Or I had that gut feeling that Infinite was going to get the win. And that was going to be his... Kind of his first big moment in yeah. CCW. So, uh, like I said... The match delivered. It did. Good match. Good match. Can't wait to see them do it again next month. Yeah. In a different way, of course. But we'll get to that. Uh, Now, the next match, and I'm I'm really surprised that they put this match on this early. Me too. Was for the CCW Championship. Like, it was the second match, and... Papa stunt was like this match is for the CCW championship. I'm like, "What? That was me. That was that was one of the main events." Yeah. And you're putting this on second? Yeah. But it was Cash Borden the one night right winner versus
1: mm-hmm. the champion
0: Otis Crowley. Yep. With Mr. 100.
1: Oh yeah, Big Lee was with Cash Borden too. Shout out to Big Lee. What's up, Lee? Yeah, I know you're Can't listening. forget Lee was also handcuffed to Mr. 100 yes, during this was. matchup. Yes, he was.
0: So Mr. 100 kind of, before the match, he kind of gave, I guess you could say a heartfelt promo. Yeah. About how being away from wrestling has kind of affected him and stuff. And mm-hmm. he's glad that wrestling's back. Uh, Blake Christian wasn't able to make it to the show because he got quarantined in California with <laughs> Alex Zane and stuff, so... Obviously disappointed we didn't get to see the Jackson versus Blake dream match. Yes. But, Jackson was added to this match because Mr. 100 was able to pull some strings. Yep. Yes, Sarah, he can pull strings. Or whoever said. Or whoever was like, hey, Mr. 100 can pull strings? So, yeah, it's a triple threat match for
1: the CCW title. And this, this was a big banger. You, oh, Amazing match. Um, mm. One of my favorite spots is when uh, they were on like, the entrance ramp, and Jackson hit the sling blade on Otis, and out of nowhere Cash with the big boot to pit Jackson down. That whole sequence on the ramp yes. was
0: amazing. Also, uh, if you've watched the Fight TV replay, uh, shout out to Sammy Guevara for just absolutely amazing commentary yes. during that match.
1: Or um, when Otis... Otis Crowley grabbed Jackson. Crowley was looking for what shades of Christian with the kill switch mm. out of nowhere. I don't even know what to call this move. That's like a. So uh,
0: I think Juice Robinson does a move like that, but he doesn't. He doesn't do the spin like he doesn't Otis do the spin <laughs> like they got air. It's like a rolling, unprettier, yeah. kind of. But uh, like I've seen, I've seen one other person do that move, and that's Juice Robinson, but. I've never seen the move look so brutal. If like always like, oh, pulled it off. If
1: you guys watching a fight TV, I love Sammy Guevara's reaction to the move.
0: Mm-hmm. I loved everybody's. Like, that was the... I think that might have been the first CCW chant that got started. Yeah. Or not. That got a CCW chant. Uh, that's also going to be my favorite moment of the match. Uh but but like you said, Big Lee and Mr. 100 were handcuffed to each other. Uh, Mr. 100 tried to get involved, and Lee, being the smart guy that he is,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: took him to the back. Yep. So, that kind of evened the playing field. Overall, very fast-paced, hard-hitting, excellent match. Yes. Uh, I may go ahead and say that was my match of the night, honestly. Fair. Uh, Same for I... me. Winner was Jackson Crowley, a uh, new CCW champion, three time champ. There was actually a three champ that mm-hmm. broke out after that. Uh, only thing I'm disappointed at in this match was, uh, and I get it, Jackson's a fan favorite and stuff, but the crowd just turned on Cash. Like, that that's like, my thing. Like that
1: yeah. Cash Borden, an amazing talent. He had the crowd going behind him 20 seconds before Jackson Crowley was announced for the match. Right. Crowd was so for Cash Borden as soon as probably the main star, the main fan favorite in CCW, Jackson Crowley comes out, you know. And I think that was the reason for what Cash Borden did after the match. Yeah. If I you mean... guys recall Cash. Cash got mad. If I was Cash born and if I was in that situation, I would have been pissed. Oh, absolutely. Me too. Absolutely. Because you worked your ass off to win the one night riot, get to this opportunity, just
0: to have it stolen from you. Now, do do I think he should have taken the belt and went to Illinois? Mm, Maybe not. Smart. Maybe it's smart, but I mean, like, if you're going to take the title, at least come back and defend the title that's my thing but yeah um, i mean i'm not saying he's he's absolutely i think he's absolutely justified for yeah um, how he
1: feels and stuff and see cash is smart very smart man you take that belt over the river there's no commission over there that's cash borden's land that's cash borden country and cash can do whatever he wants Mm-hmm. barbed wire bats light tubes that's just cash board in there. And now the Crowleys, may it just be Jackson or may it be both of them, they're going to go get that belt. Yeah, they very well could. That's, that's our top prize, and what are we going to do without it?
0: We're not going to have a world championship. Exactly. So eventually they're going to have to cross that river and try to yes. get that belt back. Uh, but like you said, um, no rules in Illinois, no commission, and... When Cash Borden doesn't have that leash on him, uh, he's a bad bitch. Yes, he is. And I know I said bitch, but Yeah. We're in Southeast Missouri. yee A uh, Great match. I really, oh, really enjoyed yes. that match. Uh, another match I enjoyed was the next one. It was in the one that I thought should have been the opener. Uh, Kings Court defends the CCW titles, CCW Tag Team titles. Do I hear four? <laughs> uh king's court defends the tag belts against uh mega brothers dangerous and delicious and casey's finest uh i'll go ahead and say favorite part of the match was actually a tie for me uh it was between donnie six performing a scoop slam on gauge showing just his absolute brute strength. yeah hogan hogan mania three style there and then uh, Gage hitting the tope sucia. That was my favorite part that's of match. A, that is a big dude to be doing that. Yeah, Gage got air. He sure did. Uh, great showing by Dangerous and Delicious, showing mm-hmm. off their technical offense. Uh, great tag team wrestling from the Mega Brothers. Like, it was just straight business, frequent tags, you know. Shout out to Dalton. Dalton oh, yeah. got beat up in that match, but he kept getting up. Yeah, he sure did. Um, also, if you haven't yet, uh, go check out Dalton Anthony's Pro Wrestling Tees. Yes. He just got a Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, he's trying to get that fourth design. He has to sell, I think, 20-something designs to get that. Yep. Amazing uh, shirts, to, he has, guys. He has to sell 20-something shirts. I cannot talk tonight. I apologize. Uh, go support Dalton Anthony, though. Great mm-hmm. guy. Uh, Casey's Finest. Uh, they had a, had a great effort as well uh odds were stacked against them odds were stacked against them i think just again like i said it's just kind of the not being together for a while thing mm-hmm. and of course leo was out for a long time so yeah. he's he's still working off some of that ring rust he but, definitely had ring rust in that match but like they it was a great it was a good match it was a good match yeah it was a great match uh Finish was Dangerous and Delicious, uh, hitting German Suplex Blockbuster. I need to get a button for that one. Yep. Uh, I have to get a soundboard first. Fair. And I'm too cheap for that. Remember, low-budget podcast. Low-budget podcast. Low-budget podcast. No shout-out to you, Lex Luger. Yeah. Even though I just said it. Uh, German Suplex Blockbuster on Leo D.
1: To win the CCW Tag Team titles, finally... Finally, Justin Smart wins a title in CCW. Long overdue for Justin Very Smart. Very long
0: overdue for Justin Smart.
1: Unfortunately, it wasn't a singles title, but you know what? Yes. We will take it. I, I want I want the World Heavyweight title in Justin Smart. I'll say that. Yeah, and this was... It's honestly a sin that he hasn't been... At, that... least, at least
0: pure openweight weight. Yes. Yet. But, uh, we were talking about Cash being justified, feeling kind of robbed, uh... King's Court kind of felt that way. They were actually, whenever the, the pinfall decision took place, uh, King's Court was fighting the Mega Brothers outside the ring, and of course, fail four-way rules, you don't have to be pinned to lose your belts. Yep. And, they got a little upset about this. Again, I don't blame them. I, I truly do feel for the King's Court because it's like, they didn't lose. No. Like, I mean, they they lost, but they weren't pinned. Right, they were not pinned, and they lost their belts. And, you know, they've they've been on a roll. Yes. They've been on an absolute roll. But uh, I don't agree with how they did Ken in the ring. Like, they kind of yeah. trapped him in a corner. I don't agree with that, but, I mean, I do agree with why they're upset. Yeah. I do think they were kind of put in... A little bit of an unfair situation. Yeah, and then But luckily Ken wasn't harmed as yep. AEW starred. Darby Allen got probably the biggest pop of the night. Probably. Uh came out to save came out to save Ken.
1: Yep. Making uh, a save with the skateboard in his hand. King's yeah. Court looks to be scared of Darby Allen. I mean Darby's kind of a scary dude. It really is, but I mean there's there here's my thing with that. There was two of them. And there's one Darby Allen, But Darby's got a skateboard, dude. And, he does have a skateboard. And he's got the face paint. Yes.
0: Bad dude, though, for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome dude, too. We got to talk mm-hmm. to him, Sammy Guevara, and Priscilla Kelly. All three at of them. Comic
1: Con. Very amazing. Very amazing.
0: Sammy actually, like, we went on Friday, and things were kind of slow. Yeah. Towards the end, and Sammy just talked. To me, you, yep. uh, the Sins, Awesome Wyatt. Yep. Talked to pretty much anybody that was around to talk to. He just. He just. He was just having a good time. Yeah, just having a good time. Uh, just talked with us for like an hour, probably. Yep. It was great. Sammy, uh, I know there was some stuff that happened with him, but yeah, I think he's learned from that and. Uh, he he came back to AEW last night, yep. and you know what? I think, I think he paid his time. He learned from his mistake. It's time to move forward. Yep. Sammy's very awesome, dude. Very down to earth. Yep. So after after the tag match and the whole Darby thing, uh, we took an intermission. Then after the intermission, we came back to triple. Now this was originally supposed to be a fail four way, but. You know, card subject to change. Yep. That, that happens sometimes. Uh, so Priscilla Kelly was actually the special referee for this match. Mm-hmm. For the women's title, it was Trent Daniels versus Mel versus Lil' Bit. And to much of my pleasure, Trent Daniels got his ass
1: kicked.
0: Yes, it did. So is. much. Yeah. It, I
1: enjoyed the match. Trent, you got what you deserve, buddy.
0: Yeah. What goes around comes around. Uh, favorite part of the match is when Mel set your chest on fire. Yeah. Well, not literally, but she chopped you pretty good, and your chest was pretty red. Uh, so we had Melanie and little bit working together most of the yep. match. Uh, my only nitpick with that match, honestly, was we didn't get to see... Actual fighting between Mel and Lil'Bit. Yeah. I would like to see them kind of go at it a little bit. But I do get that it was kind of more focused around Trent getting his ass kicked. Which yeah. I really enjoyed that, by the way, if you didn't notice. Same. <laughs> uh, JJ. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get this right. I'm going to get this right. can I need... I got this, Noah. Okay. I got this. The Bad Bad Panda... J.J. Walker. Thank you. There we go. Got it. Got it. But he came out to a sense... A sense... Wow. It is not my night, No. no. This isn't my night. Uh, First, we had microphone issues. Yes. Because, so... So, my microphone decided that... Or my phone decided that... It didn't want to recognize my microphone that I use. So, we just said, screw it. And we're recording off the phone microphone right now. So... I, I also do apologize if the audio quality isn't as great, um, also apologize that it wasn't really super great for the Jackson episode, we had some technical issues yeah. that day, but you know, we're gonna, we're gonna look into it and try to get it fixed, and we're just gonna do what we can for now, uh, yep, but anyways, JJ came out to assist Trent Daniels, uh, giving him the belt to use during the match, uh, you think J.J.'s possibly still upset about getting that big boot from Mel back in Yeah,
1: Homecoming? I think, and at the end of the match, it also backfired on J.J., you know? It sure did. And he, here's my thing. J.J., if you're listening, going into the main event match you had, why did you come out? You You need to be focused on your main event and not to help Trent Daniels. I think Trent Daniels could help himself. You know, maybe if
0: it wasn't for that, maybe J.J. would have had a little more energy going into the yep. main event. But anyways, the belt, uh, belt wasn't enough because, uh, Melanie Cruz took the belt and hit Trent with the spine buster to, much of my surprise, won the women's title. Same. I didn't think they were going to put it on her since she's with AEW and stuff, but... You know what? It ended Trent Daniels' reign of terror, and I am happy. I'm happy, happy, happy. I, yes. hope, I hope that song's not copyrighted. You think anybody else made that song? I don't know. I don't know. It don't matter. You know, whatever. Uh, Melanie Cruz a little bit, and Priscilla Kelly, uh, pretty much finish off Trent and JJ. Yep. With the belt, uh, and then they celebrate. Show great sportsmanship, or should I say, sports
1: womanship? You're gonna make Trent mad.
0: I think uh, I can picture him listening to this and just fuming somewhere. Yeah, ah, poor little man, poor man. I don't like, I don't like size shaming. You know what I mean? Okay, Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> so that was another thing that happened today. Uh, if you didn't hear uh, the Pat McAfee show, uh, had Adam had Adam Cole on there yep. and. I'm not going to get into it, but there there was some there was some stuff go, said. Go, go find it on just YouTube. Just go, just go find the clip. We got we got stuff to do here. Uh, flip the page. Uh, number one contendership for the Pure Openweight Title. We got Hollis Giroux with Mister One Hundred. We got the Nephilim Demon
1: with Blaster, and then we got Joey O'Reilly. Stop you there. The best thing in CCW, Hollis Giroux. Oh yeah. Is that what we're doing now? That's what I'm calling Hollis. He's an amazing talent.
0: Okay. You know what? I I agree with that. He is an amazing talent. Uh, Jeff O'Dell came out before the match started, and since Blaster and Mr. 100 were out there as managers, he wanted to keep them in check. So he called a special enforcer, none other
1: than Farmer Billy Hills. Here's my thing before the start a little foreshadowing um there was a lot of what's the word oh, are we
0: talking about the the homecoming speculation yeah thing? yeah yeah we'll get to that we'll get to that but let's kind of talk about the match yeah. first uh joey of course as he usually does utilized his speed and agility in the yep. match uh damon very methodical with his offense yeah uh hollis also kind of focus on being methodical, taking advantage of every situation he yes. could. Uh, so Mr. 100 saved Hollis from that submission that Demone does. It's like a Whittle's Peak style yeah. submission. I don't know the technical word for it, but uh, he was able to run away from Demone, but blaster blocked him. So yep. Mr. 100 got back in the ring and leered Demone into a claymore kick from Hollis. Uh, Joey then took over, and he's about to hit Hollis with the box of Lucky Charms, but Billy told him to not use it mm-hmm. because you know Billy was the enforcer. Yeah, just doing the enforcer's job there. Uh, it distracted Joey long enough that Hollis hit the claymore kick with the box of Lucky Charms in front of Joey's face. Man, didn't bust open, but I mean it busted open good enough for Hollis to throw cereal at the crowd. Yeah. You know that that that'll happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Hollis got the win on that note, and he be he's now the number one contender for the Pure Open Weight title for Sarge O'Reilly's Pure Open Weight title. Yep, Sarge will be back next month. Yep, for Inferno. Uh, the story, however, is what happened after the match.
1: Yes, and this you know,
0: this is where we get into what you were going to talk about.
1: You know, Shannon Young has ran wild with House One Hundred for. About a year now. Yeah. You know, and there was a... Almost two years. Almost. Yeah. You know, Shannon gets in the ring, celebrates with Hollis Jarreau. That's his guy. And now they're going to get another belt. And then Hollis Jarreau, being Hollis Jarreau, did probably the shock of the year for CCW. Chopping down the man... Shannon Young chopping down Mr. 100. And the speculations were true. The Pinnacle, after so long after Shannon Young self-proclaimedly killed the Pinnacle, came back from the dead, and is back. It's like Jeff said at Super Show. Shannon's
0: a snake. Kick Shannon in the knee. But Jeff O'Dell is a bigger snake. Yep. And uh, if you haven't listened to the latest Big Lees world with Jeff O'Dell, go listen to that to kind of get some more information about what happened and stuff. But uh, I I can report with 100% confidence that Jeff O'Dell is still the manager. Still... The CCW general manager. There we go. Yep. Yeah, he's still the CCW general manager as of right
1: now. That might change. I, I, but, you know, I, I, I love Jeff, but I do think it needs to change. He might get a little too much power and put his pinnacle guys into matches that they may have not earned. And I hope Jason Wells gets together and maybe finds a better. Replacement for Jeff, since Jeff is going to take this role with the pinnacle, and is going to try to take his pinnacle guys to the moon. Here's
0: my thing. Well, I agree with you for one, because if you're going to have a general manager, I believe you need a general manager that's going to be impartial. Yeah. That shows no favoritism, and... I think all of our general managers that we've had, with the exception of Lane Austin. Shout, out, shout, shout out, out to, to you, Lane, Lane Austin. Uh, all of our general managers have kind of had yeah. a bias between, I mean, it was the first general manager against the Pinnacle, and then it was, of course, Osby I'll be, I'll be Tomlin. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. I'll, I'll get better. I'll get better one of these days, Noah. Yep. Uh, Osby Tomlin had the administration. Yep. And then Jeff O'Dell became the CCW general manager and had it out for House One Hundred. Yep. So maybe Lane Austin steps back into the GM role, which maybe. I would love. That would that could be a possibility, or uh, maybe uh, the first general manager, the the, the radio guy. Nah. The Hunter Hendricks, yeah, that's just double double H. Nah, no, nah, you don't think so. He would be
1: my dream general manager. Former CCW ref Kelly, shout out to you, Kelly. Yeah, that we would miss be... you.
0: Yeah, if he wasn't wherever he is now, mm-hmm. that'd be a. I think that'd be a great pick. Or maybe I'll be the general manager. You never know. Maybe maybe I'll go and get my Missouri license tomorrow. Caleb for GM um, 2020. Maybe. Hashtag that, maybe. I doubt it, but we'll see. Uh, all they gotta do is ask. Yep. That's all they gotta do. <laughs> so, uh, where were we? Oh, yeah, we were talking about how uh, Shannon was getting beaten up by the newly formed, newly reformed
1: Pinnacle. they They took out his leg. Yeah, they sure did. Now, here's my thing there's there was a member of the pinnacle also in the house that night that wasn't there a w char Marco stunt former he, member of the pinnacle yeah he was there uh Brandon Barpwire wasn't there Brandon wasn't there
0: blaster was there blaster uh, was there Demone was there, but I mean before that happened, Demone and blaster kinda they just kind of went to the back yep uh what where Joey O'Reilly went I guess he went to the back too yeah. Uh, Technically a former Pinnacle member. Yep. Very short time, but Mm -hmm. still a Pinnacle member. Uh, Mega Brothers came out and tried to save Mr. 100, but wasn't enough. And Billy just absolutely trashed Uh, Slammer. Yeah. I'm ready to see that match, honestly. Same. Billy Hills versus Slammer. Let's make that happen. Uh, Mega Brothers got cuffed. Uh, Hollis and Billy did the same thing to Mr. 100 that Brandon Barbwire did to Sexy Sars. Yeah. And at that moment, it became much more clear. Billy took off his shirt to reveal the Pinnacle shirt. Jeff Odell threw up the triangle symbol. Yep. Everybody chanted Pinnacle. So the Pinnacle is back, baby. Back from the dead. Yes. So the main event was the Bad Bad Panda J.J. Walker, Mike Outlaw,
1: and Kevin Lee Davidson, KLD, versus the stunt brothers of Logan Stunt and Marco Stunt and And GCW star Nick Nick fucking Gage. Gage. MDK, Eastern Block Hate Club. Gang affiliated. Gang
0: affiliated, yes. Uh, even though the match started off very normal for a, a no DQ match, uh, Nick Gage and KLD
1: wasted no time. These guys have history, like they sure uh, like do. we talked,
0: and I'm glad they played on that.
1: Yeah, I think this is going to lead to KLD versus Nick Gage two at Glory Pro Wrestling. It could, it very well could,
0: or maybe. Maybe even CCW. Oh, I would have loved that. Maybe Gage will come back to... Okay, so I'm going to be honest here. I know it's Missouri and all, so what Nick Gage could do was already limited. Yeah, very much so. But with it being a six-man tag, I don't feel like Cape got the full Nick Gage experience. no. And that's not Nick Gage's fault. No. Nick did awesome. It's the commission. Well, not even the commission. It's just like... The story of the match was J.J. and Logan. That's the truth. So I think that kind of took away from the rest of the people. In the
1: but match. I would like I would like KLD versus Nick Gage at CCW. That would be great. Maybe that's what the second one could be. Maybe they could have the third and final one at Glory Pro. They could. Or, you know,
0: Antify Underground is happening too. Big shout out to yep. Antify Underground at... Uh, Maybe they'll use. Maybe they'll use them. Mm-hmm. Might have Nick Gage and KLD three there. You never know. Yeah. Uh, KLD Irish whip Nick Gage into the barricade and nearly took the whole damn thing out. Yep. There were a lot. <laughs> uh, go listen to the Big Lees World with Dalton Anthony to hear more about that.
1: Shout out to Dalton for the save yeah, and
0: yeah. Lee and everybody that was over there. Yep. Yeah, that could have been bad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, strength was clearly on the side of J.J., Mike, and KLD, and they used that to their advantage. They really not did. They worked well together like I said they were going to. Uh, eventually, Nick Gage got in the ring. Uh, took, he took two chairs from the crowd. I think one of them was me and the other one was you? Yep. Okay, yeah. I had that chair just the entire match, and Nick, Nick Gage was on the apron. He looked... Back at me, he's like, you have that ready for me. Yeah. (laughs) Because when I go in there, I'm about to fuck shit up. Yeah. (laughs) But no, Nick Gage is like, outside the ring, Nick Gage is one of the most awesome people ever. Like, like I was there early, of course, recording the podcast with Jackson, and I went outside afterwards, and Gage, because they went to to the airport to get Gage, Mm -hmm. and he got out of he got out of the car or whatever, and he sees me with my GCW shirt and like I like I always wear whenever he's there. He just comes right up to me, gives me the big big hug like he mm-hmm. does. He's like he's like how you been doing, man? Gage is Gage is cool. Gage is really awesome with his fans. All right, uh, KLD was not far behind whenever. Nick Gage got in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Even said, put the chair down and fight me like a man. Mm-hmm. Great storytelling between Gage and KLD. Very much so. I like, like I said, I like how they played off their Glory Pro
1: thing. That and shout out to KLD. The Absolutely, The athleticism yeah. of KLD. Like, he, he's a big boy, but K-L- that guy can wrestle. KLD
0: is... So I I was actually looking through some of my old Facebook page Facebook posts last night and mm. just to see how wild this year's been. And after that match, I made a post saying how how much of a legit badass KLD is. He is though. Jack of all trades, he can do anything. Yep. Uh, so Nick Gage and KLD ended up taking their fight to the back. Yep. Uh, and that was the last we saw of them. Uh, legend says that uh, they fought. Up, they fought all the way up I fifty five until uh, Nick Gage had to get on the plane to go to New Jersey for GCW Homecoming. Yep. What is it with KLD and every time he comes to CCW, he ends up fighting somebody up the interstate to yeah. Like last time with Baracus and yep. uh, now Nick Gage. hmm. I bet they had the like. I bet with Gage though. Did they have to block they, off? They, they, they had to, like, close the interstate, probably, get some get some police choppers, just yep. to make sure everything is, like... Nobody goes in the diversion channel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep them somewhat safe, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm excited for the, the KLD Gage 3 match that will happen down the road sometime, hopefully. Yep. So, after that, uh, Marco took care of Mike Outlaw, uh... Big shout out to Mike Outlaw as well. Very, well, I think he's one of the most underrated wrestlers one in the Midwest. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Uh, and we've said that time and time again. Yep, Marco took care of Mike Outlaw so that Logan and J.J. could finish their fight. Because, you know, that was the story.
1: Yeah, it was Logan versus J.J.
0: They had a chair fight, swinging chairs at each other. Uh, Logan was able to hit one of the most wicked spinning roundhouse kicks on J.J., to get the win and bring this story to a... Bring this story to a conclusion. What a main event. It was a good
1: main event. Very nice Absolutely. Much so. And then... And then... Stuff you know, really this... really happened. The stunts got in and celebrated. And then out of nowhere, Walker Hayes... Walker Hayes. Walks up the ramp, gives a good look at Logan's stunt. And then... Down goes Marco. Logan finally stepping out of the shadow of his brother, turning on Marco to become his own thing. Amen.
0: You know, this whole story between Logan and JJ was about Logan making it to the top. Yep. But Logan can't make it to the top. If he's constantly living in his brother's shadow. That's truth. And as much as I love Marco, it's just that. Yeah. Like, Logan can't continuously be his brother's sidekick. Yeah. Like, Logan has to do his own thing now. And I think this was step one for him. Yeah. So I'm I'm really excited this I'm really excited to see. What this does for Logan. As far as Walker Hayes goes, I've had a few encounters with him. I've never seen him wrestle in person. I have watched some highlight reels of him. Seven. And I think he's going to bring something great to the table at
1: CCW. Him and Logan, you know, I think they got something going. Is it going to be a bodyguard thing or is it kind of going to be a,
0: an equals kind of thing? I don't know. I think we're going to have to wait and see. And I actually did my research this time. Uh, Walker Hayes used to manage Marco down in Union City. So, it's funny to see how things like that turn out. But Super Show 4 uh, wasn't the big star power show like the rest of the Super Shows. And, like... I was telling Jason this. Like there were some things that could have been better. Yeah. But you had two weeks to plan the show. And I think they did a pretty
1: they did a pretty good job. Yeah. For two weeks for two weeks notice. For two weeks notice. And the mini card subjects changed. They did amazing. Yes,
0: they did. Absolutely. If you haven't watched it, if you weren't there for it, go check it out on Fight T V. Twelve ninety nine. Twelve ninety nine. Uh, just make sure you watch it on your TV and not your phone because for some reason, if you watch it on your phone, you won't get any audio.
1: Because
0: uh, I had to, I had to talk to somebody. I won't say who because kayfabe and stuff. Kayfabe. But yeah, I miss her. I had to talk to them. I was like, Hey, how'd you get the audio for the show? Cause I wasn't able to hear anything on my phone. Like, oh, I just put it on my TV. And I put it on the TV at my dad's, and there was audio. So, problem solved there. So, on August 15th, things are going to heat up as CCW presents Inferno at the arena building, August 15th. Doors will open at 6, bell time's going to be at 7, and tickets... Go on sale Friday, July twenty fourth at five p.m. Tomorrow. At capewrestling.com. Yeah, I'm planning on getting this uploaded tonight, so that would be tomorrow. Uh, let's kinda go down the, the match card and okay. talk about talk about stuff. Uh we got Calvin Aldridge teaming up with Dalton Anthony and Slammer, the Bag of Bros, taking on the Infinite and Casey's Finest. So so this is kind of Calvin and Infinite going at it again like we said earlier and then you got the Mega Bros and you got Casey's Finest. What's your thoughts on this? I got Calvin and the Mega Bros. You got Calvin and the Mega Bros. You me, know, me too. I think after I think after losing at Super Show, Calvin's kind of got a mindset to to go in there and get the
1: W. Oh yeah. Uh Infinite, amazing talent. I I just don't see the Infinite and Casey's finest working well together. That's, that could be true. I I could see that.
0: Because, I mean, Infinite's just, I don't know, Infinite just seems like he's not, like. He's not a team player. When he's in the ring, he's about Infinite, like, doesn't, I mean, you remember, uh, you remember the Ashley McClure show. Where it was him and Justin Smart, he didn't work well with Justin Smart. Yeah, Justin Smart didn't work well with him either. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, but yeah, that's a good point. Noah. he may not just be I I don't a, think might not be it a team again. player guy. Just might want to do his own thing. So, uh, we'll have to see how that affects the match. But yep. uh, I've got Calvin and the Mega Rose for this. Same. Uh, next match, and this this is gonna be a banger. Joey O'Reilly takes on mike outlaw Ooh. that like not gonna lie uh i'm not gonna say that on here uh it was said in a group chat the other day though uh, if you know you know
1: pineapples pineapples
0: Pineapple. there you go uh trademark
1: dalton anthony mm-hmm. yeah no nah, okay uh, uh i think my pick here is gonna be mike outlaw Oh, yeah, okay. You know, you got Joey's offense, maybe the Lucky Charms. You know, this is a one-on-one, and Joey's a little... I don't know. I don't know if Joey's face or heel, but he could bring those Lucky Charms into play. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think Joey is mostly a fan favorite at CCW. Yeah. And Mike Outlaw, he, he's, he's been killing it in the Midwest, like especially up in St. Louis, yep. but uh, he's kind of new to CCW. He's new to P- He's trying new. to... Here at least. I I guess after that main event at Super Show, I guess he's trying to find his place in CCW. And I think a match with Joey O'Reilly, he's going to show off a lot of stuff that he can do.
1: Here's my thing we have two out of the three of No New Friends. Where is Dan the Dad? Yeah, where is is Dan the Dad? That's a good question. I have so many, like, Dan the Dad and KLD versus the Mega Bros. That's a match I want to see.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of things I'd like to see with No New Friends in CCW. Same. Uh, I figured it could have been No New Friends in JJ versus the stunts and Gage and maybe somebody else. Mm-hmm. Bring in Dan the Dad. or I don't know. Dan the Dad's more of a face character, so maybe just bring Danny Adams. Danny Adams, yep. Because like, Dan the Dad is a fan favorite, but Danny Adams... Yeah. Kind of has that arrogance yep. to him, if you remember old-school Danny Adams. Yep. The Millennial. Missed that. I missed that Danny Adams, honestly. Same. Uh, my pick is going to be Mike Outlaw. Uh, nothing is—this is actually kind of hard for me to pick. Same. But, uh, I think Mike's going to—this match is going to do wonders for Mike Outlaw. Yep. Uh, another match that's going to be a banger: uh, KLD versus Zay Washington.
1: Zay, if you're watching just now, your days are numbered, and you're going to die. Well, you can't watch a podcast, Noah. Well, listening,
0: listening. okay? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's okay. I had that one too. I, I did that one too a few times, yeah. and I haven't been able to talk this entire podcast, <laughs> and I'm, I'm getting—I'm a hypocrite. My pick is KLD. Same. It's gonna be an awesome match is gonna Zay is gonna put in quite an effort to beat KLD but I think ultimately the size is gonna the size and the experience' yeah. is gonna come into play for this match but Zay Washington uh, I saw him last weekend at uh, American hostile
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, he won his match against uh, I don't remember the guy's name but uh, hit him with a spiral tap. Ooh. To win. so This may be... A, this, like I said with Mike Outlaw, this might be a chance for Zay Washington to showcase a little bit of what he can do.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. we know what KLD can do.
1: Yes, very much so.
0: But I think KLD will get the win, but I think it's going to be a win for both of them. Yep. And for the fans, ultimately. We got the tag team title rematch. We got Dangerous and Delicious. The new champions defending against the King's Court, who has cashed in their rematch clause.
1: I think that Dangerous and Delicious, they're hot off their win, and King's Court, they're not going to win. My pick's Dangerous and Delicious, you know, Justin Smart and Dangerous Donnie Six, you know, they work well together. So does King's Court, but I think from the anger we saw at Super Show 4, King's Court's going to get a little too hot-headed. And that's what's going to cause their downfall. You know,
0: uh, uh, we've we've agreed on most of the picks so far, but I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one because I've seen Kings Court, or I'll just say I've seen Hill Kings Court in what they can do as heels, and I think they're going to use that anger to ultimately. They're gonna they're gonna use that and be effective with it. Fair, like I think they're gonna channel that anger in the right in the right way. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna get those tag belts back. I think my picks. My pick is Kings Court. And here's another point. Uh, will Donnie... Well, Donnie got Gage up for the the body slam, mm-hmm. but will he be able to get him up for the German? I think he will. Maybe we'll see. He is
1: the doctor of the suplex. He sure is, and
0: nothing taking nothing away from dangerous and delicious. They've been, they've been working very well together for a long time, actually. Yes, even before CCW. But him and Justin go way back. They sure do. But uh, like I said earlier, King's Court technically, they didn't win, but they didn't get pinned. Yep, they have still never been pinned. In CCW, that's the truth. Yes, and I think King Scorch's gonna make a comeback come August fifteenth. So next title match we've got, uh, and I've realized we've on- since we don't have a world championship, we've only got two title matches. <sighs> uh pure open weight championship. It's the champion, sexy Sarge. Making his return after getting injured. Taking on the new number one contender, Hollis Dureau.
1: Hollis. Hollis. That's my pick. Hundred percent. New champ, the pinnacle. Gonna take a title early. And you know, without the world title, that is in Cash Borden's possession. Cash not the champion. But he got don't, robbed. Don't don't tell him that. Lee, do not tell Cash Board and I said that. He's going to do it. He's always on Lee, my ass. Lee? He's always on my ass about something. Yeah. But <laughs> Cash was robbed. He's not the champ. So that's going to put Hollis Jerome sort of in that main position. That's the biggest singles title we have now.
0: You know Cash knows where you live, right? He, kn- he
1: knows where you Shh. live. It's, it's okay. He could be listening to this. Maybe, Cash, if you are, I'm sorry, but you, you're not the champ. Once w- once you beat Jackson Crowley for it, you'll be the champ. Hey, he said it, not me. Fair. I, I take 100% credit for that. Okay. Please don't kill me, Cash. Uh,
0: but yeah, I'm going to pay Collis for this too. Uh, specifically, uh, I know, I probably know more about The Pinnacle than. Any other CCW fan be, being there since the beginning, mm-hmm. and I know what the Pinnacle are capable of. Oh, very much so. Brandon Barbwire won that title the first night. Joined the Pinnacle. He didn't lose that thing till Super Show. And Just to another to pinnacle. another guy that joined the Pinnacle. The Pinnacle. The Pinnacle. Wow. I can't even say Pinnacle right. Hall Jerro. So, if you want to be technical about it, Pinnacle held the title for over a year. Yep. They know how to get the job done. And they're going to do it. And there's talks of a Fourth Pinnacle member. If you've seen Farmer Billy Hills' Facebook page, is that going to come into play? Who's the fourth man? Where's Brandon Barbwire? He's not on the card. Nope. He was sick last time. Yep. So, is he going to be there? Could it be somebody else? We don't know. You'll have to come to the show to find out. Yep. Or listen to my review afterwards. But I highly recommend you come to the show because CCW is the hottest thing going in Southeast Missouri, I think. Yes. Or e- even, even the hottest thing going in the Midwest, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Now I'm sucking up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, CCW is great, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Next match is uh, we got Lil' Bit and the new CCW Women's Champion making her third CCW appearance in a row, AEW Star Mel, which at this point, we might as well just call her CCW Superstar Mel, right? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad she's sticking with So, I-, I love it whenever like a big name will stick around for a few shows. Same. Kind of like Gregory Iron did. Yeah. I mean, it's not like huge star power, yeah, but, but you know, it's it's kind of a draw. Mm-hmm. Kind of a draw. But Lil Bit and Mel are going to be taking on Trent Daniels and JJ Walker.
1: And if you follow Trent Daniels' right. Facebook but bad, page, the bad, bad panda, JJ Walker. God
0: damn it. I,
1: I knew I was going to do it once. Yep. Thank goodness you're here to correct me. Exactly. Uh. Yeah. So, if you follow Trent Daniels' Facebook page, uh, Uh, I'm sorry. Why do you follow Trent Daniels' Facebook page, Caleb? Specifically to say things to piss him off. Fair.
0: Uh, But he put out a video proposing a stipulation saying that he was robbed at Super Show 4. Yep. And he wants to add the stipulation to this match. To where if Little Bit and Mel lose, they have to cook dinner for Trent and JJ, which I think is very disgusting. Yep. But if they're going to actually do this stipulation, here's what I propose. To put an end to this once and for all. If. Wait, when. When. Trent and. Should I even say it? When Trent and the Bad Bad Panda, JJ Walker. There we go. Nothing against Jay I, I don't know why JJ hangs
1: out with Trent. Like he's a good kid. I like JJ. Yeah. Give us an answer. You don't need to hang with Trent. He's he's a loser, man. Yeah, I mean he's gonna get you nowhere. I get I get that you got beef with Mel, but it's like
0: okay. So I I used to actually like I whenever I brought Trent. On the show, like... I thought he was a good guy, too. But you know how that turned out. Yeah. So, uh, Bad Bad Panda JJ? Uh, watch out for Trent. Yeah. That's all, that's all I'll tell. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But just... Have eyes in the back of your head. But anyways... When they lose, here's what I propose. Trent Daniels has to get on the microphone in front of everyone and say the words exactly as I say them. I love women's wrestling. Yep. I think that's fair. I think that'd be fair. Fair trade-off. That's a fair trade-off. So, uh, if CCW Commission, uh, or Jeff O'Dell, I guess you're the general, yeah, you're still the general manager, uh, please take that into consideration. If, if you do decide to do the cooking dinner stipulation, just. Or maybe I'm not, even a harsher sim, I'm not, stipulation I'm, yeah, for I'm, Trent. I'm not, I'm not telling you what to do because like, honestly, you know more than I do when it comes to booking. But yep. I'm just I'm just proposing this. Yep. Do with that as you will. But I think it would be I think it would be a win for everybody. My pick is a little bit in mail. How about you, Noah? Same, little bit and A Little bit and mail. Alright, next match. Uh actually the main, the main event. event
1: of the evening. Yeah the main event of the evening uh, got Logan and the debuting Walker Hayes. Debuting Walker Hayes taking on the team, the, well yeah
0: they're back together. Yeah you know what we actually forgot to mention that in the the recap or I forgot to mention that yep. in the recap. Uh, when Cash was attacking Jackson, uh, Otis actually tried to save his brother. tried to save his brother. So we got the Crowleys, the Crowleys gave each other a hug afterwards mm-hmm. and we got the
1: Crowleys back together. And Logan and Walker are taking on the Crowleys of Jackson and Otis. It's going to be a great match. And, you know, uh,
0: whenever I was doing my whenever I was doing my podcast with Big Lee, I said he asked me if I liked Otis, and I was like, well, I don't know a lot about Otis, but, you know, in, in the past few months or a couple of shows we've done, uh, I've actually kind of talked to Otis a little bit, and he's actually a pretty cool guy. Mm-hmm. Like, and dude's awesome in the ring. Very much so. Yes. Who's your pick, Caleb? My pick. This this is very difficult for me. This because, is a hard match like, for me as well. The Crowley's are back together. Yep. But Logan and Walker Hayes are a thing. So it's almost hard to pick who's gonna win this match. I think because I bet. like. Do you want to elevate Logan and Hayes, or do you want to
1: elevate the Crowleys? Here's my point. The Crowleys, I don't think they need any more elevation as of right now. I think Logan pins Jackson Crowley, making him the number one contender for the CCW Heavyweight Champion. If we ever get it back from Cash Borden, yeah. or it could set up, if Cash wants to, maybe in Illinois... Logan versus Cash versus Jackson. I mean, three uh, triple threats don't go Cash's way. Could be, yeah. Um, Marco hasn't been
0: announced for the show, uh, but will he pop in? Maybe, revenge? maybe, maybe he'll try to get some revenge on Logan, or is he ready to do that yet?
1: I think he's gonna wait. Yeah,
0: he might wait. He he might be there. He might be there August fifteenth. You never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Crowley's for this. Okay. I think it's gonna be a great match, though. It's gonna be an excellent main event. It will be. I'm really excited to see Walker Hayes. Same. Finally, like after watching his highlight reel, like it's gonna be awesome. Just, I love seeing new people wrestle. Same. Which he's not new, but he's new to me, just because I've never yeah. seen him wrestle in person. Uh, mainly a Memphis area guy, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting night. CCW Inferno, August fifteenth at the Arena Building. Uh, tickets are gonna go on sale tomorrow, July twenty fourth at five p.m. at CapeWrestling.com. So yep. make sure you're there at five o'clock if you want to get your front row seats, because as usual, I'm sure those are gonna go flying. Yep. Uh, Noah, thanks for coming on again. Uh, pleasure to have you as always. Thanks, Caleb. Everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, you can follow me at 4 sides IV on Twitter, uh, 4 sides IV on Instagram, and you can like 4Sides on Facebook. And I have actually got, well, you can find them on my Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I've actually started a tea Public store. Well, buy some shirts. Yeah, you can buy shirts for me now. Uh you can also get masks. You can get hoodies. Cups. Tank top no, I didn't no. do the cups yet. You didn't do the tank, cups yet? Tank tops, notebooks, uh tote bags. Dude, I got pillows. That's awesome. Pillows are I got pillows. They're not they're not really they're kinda of high priced, honestly. Yeah, but, but it I got a pillow, dude. That's awesome. Any, any final thoughts, uh, Caleb? Notebooks. I got stickers and magnets, so
1: uh, final thoughts? Uh, not really. I think that's about it. Got one thing. Cody fears Warhorse. Cody fears War horse?
0: Yeah, and you know what? We've already dropped, we've already dropped enough cursing on this, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say, uh, fuck Pat McAfee. All right, and we love Adam Cole here, don't we? Yes, we do. We do love Adam Cole. Guys... Hope you get your CCW tickets tomorrow night. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Like it. Hit that like. Hit that share. Follow on Spotify or whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Thank you so much for joining us. And peace out.